Welcome back. The game to love boys are back. Look, we're here. <laughs> and I'm still alive. So that's so he's still alive. <laughs> and uh, hopefully I'm not getting it. Well, I think you are by the sound of you, mate. Oh, maybe a little bit. It's going round for sure. Just sniffle. I think it was just culminating from the weekend's drinks, I think. But anyway, about the tennis. Uh, we've had a few uh, different ATP events ending. We've had some new winners. Yeah. We've had some older winners. We've had some resurgence of some young players, which yep. is great to see. Yeah, so it's been it's been there's been a lot of tennis really been played. So um, we'll yeah. get to that later on. I think where we're going to start today is going to be it's a bit of a debate really. Isn't <laughs> it? At the moment, we feel like Djokovic is the guy. Like there's a lot of talk about Djokovic in our comments. Everyone's always Gotovic. Uh, the they're Joker. slamming, they're slamming Federer and Nadal. Well, the Federer and Nadal fans are very quiet right now. They're very quiet. Yeah, so it's interesting to see. Uh, well, it's probably because Djokovic just won a slam. Yeah, and that's a factor. I think it will be interesting to see whoever wins the French to see if those Djokovic fans are still. Yeah. Well, well, he might win it, mate. Or if, if he, he wins, wins that them, again, I don't put it past him this year. But no, yeah. So Djokovic, I feel like he's. We've got to talk about him. The fans want to know about Djokovic. They're always talking about Djokovic. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to do a little bit about Djokovic. Well, something that I was going to say to you, which I thought might be a possibility this year. Djokovic, currently undefeated in 2020. I think he but could what's he, be... What's he played in 2020? He's just played the Australian Open. No, he had... Oh, yeah, some, he had the ATP he Cup. He had some ATP uh, Cup before then with some very tough uh, <coughs> opponents before then. Yeah, that's true. Uh, will he go this year undefeated? Uh, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> no, you've got to be honest. In tennis, like, anything's possible. And um, for me, like, he's never going to go undefeated. Like, I'm quite confident in the fact that he's not going to go undefeated the whole year. What, do you think, because of injury? How often, how often does that even happen? Like, I don't even has know the statistics. I don't think it's ever happened, right? I, I doubt it. Players must, I feel like maybe someone has. Event, what, would you point. give him the GOAT title if he went undefeated in a whole year? A whole calendar year? Yeah, that would be impressive. Yeah, that would be, but it's just, it's not, it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. Like, for a start, he's going to have to play, um, he's going to be entering Roland Garros. I don't fancy him to win that. I fancy team to be able to team come so close on hard and arguably you'd say Djokovic that hard is his surface more than anything. Yeah, I so think everybody I like thinks uh, from reading the comments a lot of people saying team is going to go one better this year. Yeah, the French. I think team's got a really good shot of the French. So we'll see how it goes. Obviously, Rafa Nadal is the favourite. We'll see how it's like his place, mate. Like it's his training camp for him. Will it be thirteen? Unlucky for some. Will he be able to even get yeah, that that's 13th a point. title? That's the point. Nah, he's, he's, I don't know. He's, I just I, I don't want to rule Djokovic out, but I feel like even just to be able to come to to win that Roland Garros is going to be very tricky for him. So for me, like, and then obviously you've got loads of other clay tournaments coming up. Not that he's not great on clay, but I just see other people beating him. So to say he's going to go unbeaten for me, that's not going to happen. Yeah, speaking of, uh, I'm pretty certain. Do you agree that it's not going to happen? What the, he's, he's not going to go unbeaten. That's just like... I think if anyone's Even got, the most hardcore Djokovic fans in the comments, I'm pretty sure they don't even think that he's going to go unbeaten. But out of the top is. three, and he has the ability more than Federer Nadal to stay unbeaten. Uh, it would be interesting to see what their longest unbeaten streaks have been. Yeah, we'll have to look at him. We'll pull up some stats maybe now about like, different unbeaten um, runs. We're not too sure ourselves, to be fair. But like... For me, I just think to for any player to be able to do that, it's just it's just something that doesn't happen very often, and it's like I don't think it's ever going to happen. 
because there's always going to be like a game where you're not you get a bit unlucky and um, the other players are in top form and there's, it's always going to happen where you like you have a bit of a rough patch and, and lose a few matches well I've got uh, I've just brought up some stats mm. so it's the longest uh, winning streak well I'm not up to date these ones but I'm guessing they haven't been beaten since uh, 2018 says that uh, Guillermo Villas is the longest unbeaten uh, um, streak with 46 wins in a row. Who's it? Djokovic, 43. He went 43. Unbeaten. In what year was that? That was in 2010-2011. Uh, Did he go the whole year? I don't think it's the whole year. 43 matches no, is not a year. of course. That's what I'm saying. So uh, Federer, 41. Nadal, 32. He's down there. So probably a bit more beatable. Yeah. I think, but that's because he's just the king of clay, I think, yeah. when he comes off of it. A little bit more beatable yeah, on the yeah. other surfaces. Like you say, you can see from there, like it's not, it's not, it's not straightforward to be able to win successively on on hard. I remember that season actually, 2010, 2011, Djokovic, and he was on fire. Yeah. And there was people like saying that like, he's not going to lose. People could not see the next time he was going to lose a game. That's the form so, he was in. I just feel he's so driven this year. I just get this. You get so something. You're saying you get a vibe that he could replicate. What's that? Forty? How many did he 43. do? Forty-three. I reckon he could beat that. And what's he on at the moment? 14. He's on 14. 14's not bad. So 14's a good run. It's a good start to the year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's a good question to ask. Will, will Djokovic go unbeaten? I just don't think it's possible. Will he take that? Will he have to take all four slams? If we're, he in, we're in February, right? Yeah. So, like, he's, you'd think he's now going to get to the end of February. I don't think he's going to be playing anymore in February, right? Maybe. Uh, no, he's not playing. I don't think so, anyway. St- strange to see that he doesn't really take on any of these... ATP events. It's no, but the top yeah, three the top, Nah, they, they haven't been really so much. I remember, yeah, I think uh, Fed usually, he's every now and then he used to do Rotterdam. Yeah. He's not been doing that of late. I guess he's injured as well. He's trying to reserve himself for the for Roland Garros. Um, but you do see that quite a lot now, that sort of trend. You see like with Stan as well. Yeah. They're not, they're not really entering the, these ATP tournaments. But it but. does open up the doors so that we get to see some other players who, well, some have been playing incredibly. Uh, if you've seen another win this week, two two ATP titles in two weeks for Gail Monfils. Yeah, Monfils, wow. What he's an incredible really well. achievement that is. And it's good to see from him because over the years he's sort of always been dubbed as like the flashy sort of player. Like he's always he's got them sort of trick shots uh, and sometimes to the detriment of him winning matches. Yeah, I've I seen so. before that the fact that he's lost certain matches because he's picked the wrong shots. He's trying to play too much to the crowd. At the end of the day, like if you want to win titles, you need to sort of prioritise winning titles rather than that flashy side. Don't get yeah. me wrong, I love to watch it, but it's a case of like, I feel like now he's got to the level where he's sort of matured and he's able to integrate his... Because uh, him around the court is one of the fastest... He's the fastest player around the court. No one, sure. no one can compete with him getting from one side to the other. I didn't even realise how quick he was until I watched the final against uh, Felix... I oh think yeah, yeah, yeah. Oja Eliasami. Yeah, yeah. This, this good pronunciation. <laughs> yeah, I heard it on the TV. I was like, oh, we've been saying that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I noticed he was standing behind the baseline for in for rallies two meters behind the baseline. He was nearly on the on the boards at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when there's a drop shot, you see him accelerate to the, to the net. It's crazy. And still get there. I was Some of what I found more shocking is the fact that when um, when the opponent has like a smash, like one from the other side, yeah. you see him <laughs> sprinting and he's got his hand <laughs> up in the air, he like does some mad job. 
and he gets his racket on it more or less every time. Did you see? It doesn't always get overcome on it because it's ridiculous. But to even get into the into the discussion where he's hitting the ball, I find just phenomenal. Did you see that they did the same thing? He was uh, trying to get to one that Felix. Uh, oh yeah, and he got on the barrier. <laughs> <got on> <laughs> Stood yeah. up on the barrier. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a bit of a showman, but yeah, he's, he's an athlete, mate. He's got, an athlete. Gotta love, gotta love his tennis. Style. And I love the fact that he's well. He's now done that back to back. Yeah. And I've got a little stat for you talking about oh. this. So there's a few stats actually, but I thought some of them really fascinated me. So we've just had the end of uh, St. Petersburg as well, the women in yes. Russia. And do you see the winner of that? The winner of St. Petersburg was that uh, Kiki B- Burton. Kiki Burton, yeah, yeah. yeah. And this year we had the end of the one, what Monfils just won, what's it called? Uh, what, the last one? Yeah. Oh, what, the Sud de France, the Marseille one? The one he's just beat uh, Ro- Felix Ro- in. Rotterdam. That's Rotterdam, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And you've just seen Rotterdam, he's just won that, right? Yes. So, 2020, you've had Kiki Burtons win it and Monfils. Do you know in 2019, Kiki Burtons, Monfils, the same two events? Seems that they love it there, doesn't <laughs> That's they? what I'm saying. <laughs> How crazy is that? Well, they obviously are good at that. They've obviously got... <laughs> there's something about that court or that place which... Uh, that doesn't happen often. And it's just, like, interesting. Like, I'm going to have a look at one of the next ATP tournaments, see who won it last year, and I'm going to put a bet on them if they're still in there. <laughs> <laughs> you just like know it. it's not going to happen, but we'll see. But I, I thought that was quite interesting, right? That's quite interesting, yeah. Yeah. It's not often that that happens. I thought it was quite... Well, quite interesting. If we look at the ATP Rotterdam... Mm. I thought it was really good to see the resurgence of some young players who sort of started 2020 off in really poor form, mm. which was Yannick Sinner mm. and Felix as well. Mm. Like Sinner, he came back to form. Saw yeah. him like destroyed Goffin. I thought that was just... Oh, Felix. Are you talking about Felix? Uh, no, oh, no. Monfils? No, Sinner. Oh, Sinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Yannick yeah, Sinner. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He d- totally like destroyed Goffin, which is... No mean feat. Yeah, no, Sinner's got it. We've always been talking about Yannick Sinner, but it's nice to see that uh, there was a few good performances from young players this tournament. That's what I think Kesmanovic did a good, had a nice win as well. Yeah, he, was he later went very... off. Uh, but there was a few nice, um, there was a few notable <laughs> young people coming through and winning. So. <laughs> Kesmanovic was in New York, though. but yeah, yeah. Oh right, in New York. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, in Rotterdam. Yeah, it was good to see. Uh, well, Felix was. Well, Felix is the obvious. The, one, he's the obvious it? one. Well, he was. That's his fourth ATP final now. Not managed to grab one yet, but he's only 21. I was just going to say or that 20? because... Or is he 20? He's t- no, Felix. Yeah, he's a ni- teenager. Or is he 19? 19 sorry. Or 18 even, I think. No, I think he's 19. 19, but um, it's funny to say that, actually, because I was looking at statistics at the weekend yeah. about players before they've reached their 20s, so in their teens. Yeah. So he's gone 0 and 4. Mm-hmm. Monfils, by the time he was, before he reached his 20s, he, he played in four finals as well and only won one of them. But some of the ones what really blew me away was Nadal, before he reached his 20s, yeah. so in, the, in his teenage years, I think he reached 21 finals, which is ridiculous. <laughs> this is, he's like a, no one can get close to him. The, the Djokovic fans Djokovic are, is are on, loving this stat right now. Djokovic is on like 10 or 9, don't quote me, I'll get the full statistics up, but he's on like, he's a bit, he's about yeah. half of Nadal. Um, he had a very impressive win in record, but he won 18 out of the 21 or something wow. crazy. I think it was 16 out of 18. He won ridiculous amount out of these early years. And that's something what Just goes unrecognised, I feel, 
we were going to revisit the goat trap, goat chat, but it's very important to recognise the fact that Nadal, when he burst through, he burst through on another level. He was winning so many events, and the way he was playing at such a young age was just remarkable. Like, it's never happened in the sport of tennis. Yeah, it's just something to note. Djokovic had a similar impression. He, he was like fourth similar, on the list, similar to like a Boris Becker, I'd say, because what, what did he take Wimbledon when he was seventeen, Boris Becker? Yeah, I'm not sure. Boris Becker was was on the list, but I was just I was just focusing on more Felix and Monfils to be fair. But just Nadal's name just screamed out at me. So sorry, at the top, I was like, I was very impressed. I was really looking forward to the, the Felix Monfils match because I just saw them from the earlier rounds and they just their games are so similar. It's just they, so exciting as well. They, he's it's like Monfils is just like a little bit the old guard now. I don't know if they're that similar though because for me I feel Monfils is more rounded player. He's yeah, clearly more sure. rounded. But I mean the speed, the power, just the way that they sort yeah. of move around the court. Yeah, yeah. He's like they're a both very flexible, he's a quick young, sort of athletic younger player. version. I think he's got someone. If he was going to model his game on someone, that would be someone ideal to model your game on. Oh like yeah, Monfils. I agree. I agree. And I thought the, th- the main things that he lost the match were due to was just Monfils' consistency. Just got, he was getting, like you say, running around the back of the mm. court, like he gets everything back and he's making you play like another shot all the time. For and me, it was Felix's um, lack of, he had too many unforced errors on his forehand. His forehand strike is his main shot, so he's very powerful on his forehand. That's why I think he was hitting so many errors, is because he was being forced to hit the lines. Oh, no doubt. No and doubt. When he yeah, was going yeah. for the lines, he was missing a few. Like, and, and that will come with experience. The stats show Felix had 32 unforced errors to Monfils 14 oh, right, in the yeah. match. So. Okay. Over double, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what, and that's what you need to cut out, especially in the main sort of stage like that. But nineteen, still got so much, so many years left, and doing yeah. so well at such a young age. Felix is a great player, but in the discussion of like other young players, obviously he's like he's extremely young. <clears throat> but do you think he's able to sort of get to the level of other young players who play at a high level? So, so the likes of Sitipas, Medvedev, Zverev, Rublev. Rublev, yeah, that bracket of player team was a bit older now. I think he can. I, th- I, 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 you think he can? Yeah? yeah, I think so. Like based upon that tournament and the flashes of brilliance that he mm. shows, I think he just needs to control certain other parts of his game, mm. and he can get there. But it's just whether he makes that next step, whether it takes better coaching, whether it just takes more focus from him. Mm. Right. Me personally, I'm going to be a bit controversial. Ooh. I don't think he's going to. Oh. I don't think he's able to. I don't think he's going to get to that level. I hate to say it. He's, he's showing all the promising signs. He's one of the youngest players to be able to do what he can do. It's another one of your favourites. You're slagging off no, in the final again. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. The reason I'm talking about another level, like the, the ones I've just mentioned, yeah, four yeah. or five names. The reason I don't think that is because, um, based off right now, yeah. based off what I've seen so far, obviously this is this this can easily change. Like all he needs is so young. Like maybe in two years he can progress to another level where I'll be I'll be holding him in a different discussion. Possible. But like I just feel like he's got an incredible serve. He's got a brilliant forehand. Yes. Backhands, eh, it's okay, gets it back. <laughs> but I just feel like as a tennis player, his overall game and his ability to be able to do sort of I don't know because he has the spectacular shots. I don't know how to word this. I want to word this in the right way. I just don't have a wow factor when I watch him like I would do with the others. I'm okay. not sure if he's going to have that sort of mentally. I think he's really strong for such a young guy to be able to do what he's doing. It's incredible. Yeah. 
and I don't his age to be losing four finals. Maybe I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's very tricky to to be able to, to maneuver yourself in a final. Might to win gain. Might he, gain he, he needs to gain a lot because I don't see at the moment the way he is. I just don't see him being in that category. I feel like he could maybe like he could be a guy who showed all the promise. A bit like Corrit, uh, Borna Corrit. Corrit, yeah, yeah. I find a f I get a lot of similar sort of uh, similarities between him and Felix. Interesting. In terms of they're both very good servers, both very good forehand. Yeah. Very similar sort of style of play. But he's but, not. Yeah, he's, I know what you mean. He's not really. But I just don't see him ever get into a level where the next level. The yeah. next level. Yeah, but yeah. I'd I'd love it to be wrong because Felix is in his interviews as well. I think he comes across so mature. I think such so. A nice guy. The crowd really warmed to him as well, and everybody really wants him to do well. No, he's a real he's a real gentleman. Like he's a nice guy. Like it'll be good to see him do well. But I just don't see it from a. Uh, an analytical perspective, I just don't see him reaching that le next level. I've got an interesting. It'd be interesting to see what you guys think. Actually. And yeah, I, what do you think? Do you think Felix is going to uh, make the breakthrough? In fact, I'm going to use a little poll for, uh, feature on this one. So we're going to put a little poll out here. Make sure you vote. Do you think Felix is going to be able to make that next level and be considered in the sort of likes of Sitipas, Ferev, that sort of group? Medvedev, Medvedev. Yeah. Or do you feel like he could falter and be more like the Borna Koric? I don't want to put no disrespect on Koric, I think he's won a few bits. He's obviously a quality player, Very. but he's never been in that discussion where you feel like he's no. going to be winning Grand Slams, whereas the other ones you feel like they've got the chance to. So yeah, vote and see what you say. You might probably yeah. think I'm crazy. It's interesting you say about uh, Felix. I wanted to uh, bring up uh, somebody else, but well, obviously another young player we just discussed, Rublev. Mm. He obviously has the ability to win these ATP events. We've seen he's won two already this yep. year. But something that I found quite evident from his exit to Australian Open and in this uh, ATP Rotterdam event, he comes up against somebody who is a powerful, like the normally bigger in stature and harder hitting player. He seems to get overwhelmed by him. Mm. And I don't. Is, is this going to be a problem throughout his career? Mm. Like, does he have the power to? We'll see. We'll see. I've, I'm not, I've not specifically noticed that that much. To be honest, I think he's a quality player. I think he's a quality, and his technique is like second to none. Yeah. I'm just a little bit worried about whether he's going to be able to ever compete with the likes of the big, the big boys. That's mm. all. Yeah, but it's a tricky one because I haven't one. seen him ever really. Well, unless I'm missing out on someone who's. Played. No, a good benchmark actually on this discussion is uh, Berrettini. I've watched him. I think he's played him last year two or three times. Yeah. Each time didn't really come close to beating him. No. And you'd be this thinking is on that's, this a, that's a good level. Yeah. Or Krajinovic. Because Krajinovic. He's, he's been playing really well though. Krajinovic. He's been playing well. He's in really good form. And he's, he's reached the semi-final and semi-final back to back now. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that he's like an amazing player. Both times going to, uh, going to get out to um, Monfils. I know. They must hate him. <laughs> but sometimes you just have that type of player when you play against them, you can't get yeah, past yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. But that's why I mean with this Rublev debate. I don't. I hope I'm wrong, but I just don't see him beating really, really big hitters. I feel like he gets lost in the rally a little bit. I yeah, think maybe. One big shot from one of those guys. I don't know. I feel like it was still really, cl uh, really quite um, close that Krajinovic match, right? It, it didn't just batter him. I, I think it was close. I think on another day it can go a different way. I think it's. I don't think we can rule. Rubble. He's just literally won two ATP titles this year. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And um, he's beaten some good players along the way as well. So we'll see how it goes. I think he's a, he's on his career high as well. 
there's a few players actually it's been quite nice to see some of the young players sort of going up the rankings quite a bit obviously Felix has done the world has done amazing for him yeah. Morfis is getting closer and closer to like the top five mm-hmm. which is incredible yeah and um, yeah no it's good to see like the rankings like people are really pushing their way through it and uh, some younger yeah. players in there some of the older players are falling down a bit that's which we right. want to see right for the evolution yeah. of tennis yeah, brings right. me on to another event which I was watching ATP New York. Okay. We had a successful GB win. Yeah, I know. Wow. Incredible. Go on, Kyle. <laughs> what on, Edmund? Team GB. And it's not Murray. <laughs> no, it's not Murray. No. So, yeah. No, that's not, not he, Evans. He played well, didn't he? So he's back, Edmund, isn't he? Yeah. He's back. So that's his second ATP title now. Sort of getting a bit of revenge for me against Seppi, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's been killing my bets. <laughs> God. You've watched a lot of Edmund, right, then, over the uh, last week? Yeah, I think he's back to his, well, his playing best. Anyway, it's hard to tell against this standard of sort of opposition. He didn't play anyone specifically, like, great, did he? I think no. he beat one of the world's most impressive ones. Was it Nishioka he beat? Uh, I think it was Kwon Soon, <laughs> yeah. But no, he had a he had a good a really good tournament. Kekmanovic, I thought was really impressive because I thought Kekmanovic was actually playing really well. He was he, playing well up until that point, and he and just demolished it, didn't yeah, he? I think six he won one, six one six four, yeah. Just and only dropped one set in the whole uh, whole event. And that was to Kwon Soon, who was your tip to win? Yeah, it was my. It, Kwon Soon took a set off him, did he? Yeah, and it was the first set, wasn't it? And then he come back. Yeah, yes. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Kwon Soon's a quality player, so for him to. It, 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 he played some good players, but like they're not on the level of like the Rotterdam tournament. Like the Rotterdam tournament was just like a bit more of elite. Yeah. Um, I think we like discard the fact that Medvedev entered that tournament. Yeah. I think City passed. Well, oh, Medvedev tournament. went out first round. That's didn't what I'm he? saying. So there's so a lot of good players. So that's why I need to be careful in my sort of Felix argument. I don't want to like take anything away from him. He yeah. has done incredible. Like to be reaching that final, there's no hard feelings in losing that final. No. To get there, he was an incredible achievement and oh, yes. clearly he's shown some brilliant tennis to get there so I'm super proud of the boy but when I'm talking about that next level is he going to be in that, in that same category as them in the Grand Slams I don't see it at the moment okay somebody else who sort of drew the eye from New York which is a I think it was a qualifier Mm-hmm. Made his way through all the way to the semi-finals. Jason Jung. Jason Jung, yeah. Yeah, he had a storming tournament. He managed to knock out Opelka, Anderson, and Norrie in one tournament. Yeah, the big servers don't phase him, do they? He used to get some lessons with him. What's his name? Rublev. Rublev, yeah. He came up against Seppi. And obviously, yeah, he came up against someone a lot smaller and probably a little bit more seasoned on the... Yeah, uh, Seppi's been around. Mate. But Seppi hadn't won a semi-final in ATP event since 2015 so I think he had this monkey on his back he was trying to shrug <laughs> off as well so Jason Jung though he's a good player but he's not like he's not in that level like with the ones we've been talking I think he's played an extremely great tournament it's been brilliant for him I'm sorry yeah. to do the world of good for his bank account as well oh for sure but like in terms of like as a top player Jason Jung not in the discussion for me no good player at the level he plays at he's but ATP level I don't see him really and this is one of the best he's done like he's oh, promising sure. him but I'll keep my eye on him from, in future because of the way he's played in this tournament well, we knew about him we just didn't really see him as an ATP type player we had him as a good, really good challenger player yeah, yeah for sure but now he, yeah, he's proved he can beat some really good players yeah, but, impressive for him but that match against Seppi maybe how old is he Jason maybe the nerves just got a bit the better of him I think Jason, he's not exactly a young player, No, he's is no he? spring chicken. But, uh, but he's playing well at the moment, but so yeah, he's good been, on him. 
very very good uh, tournament from him, but just came up short against Seppi. Just didn't really turn up. Seppi broke early in both sets, mm. and he was hitting too many in the net. I think just the occasion got to him a little bit. For sure, yeah, Seppi was just had a good tournament, really. Yeah, I didn't really see him beating Edmund, but nah, Edmund had a good little route, really. Thinking about Edmund it, he had them tricky ones against Kwonsoon and Kazmanovic, but yeah. the final, I felt like. I, didn't, I just didn't see him ever losing that, Should really. be your toughest one. It was probably yeah. the easiest one for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no disrespect. Seppi's obviously a quality player. He got to the final. He beat, beat some good players along the way. But, like, I just fancied Edmund to, like... In that match there, I just always saw Edmund winning. Speaking about... So, yeah, big up the GP. Spe- yeah, come on, Edmund. He's <laughs> <laughs> ready for the French. Uh, <laughs> speaking of... Uh, Paths through to the final. Uh, very uh, interesting routes to the final in Buenos Aires. Yeah, I was hoping you was going to say that. Yeah, uh, there was the final between Pedro Souza and... Casper uh, Ruud. Casper Ruud, who, if I recall, <laughs> last week somebody tipped him to uh, win the yeah, tournament. Yeah, a good tip, mate. Well done. Oh, yeah, thanks, thanks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, but then I had a look at both of the sides of the draw and it looked like... Casper Rube was playing in an ATP event and uh, Pedro Souza was playing in a challenger event. Pedro Souza was very, <laughs> very fortunate. Like, I feel like he, the first round he lost, right? And then he got, luck a, lo- he got <laughs> a lucky so. loser spot. And then in the semis, he was supposed to be playing Swartzman, who's just literally gave Your his tip. all on court. Yeah, my tip. He gave his all on court. I was amazing. Managed to win, win that match. And like I said, what did I say? He will breeze to the semi-finals. And he won the, what was it? He won the... Quarterfinal when he was injured. Yeah, yeah, he just hardly walk. He was he couldn't walk. Yeah, still won. That was against Pablo Cuevas, was it? Cuevas, yeah. Yeah, so he beat Cuevas in the in the semi in the quarterfinal. A brilliant match, by the way. Like it's, he needs to get a mention. It went into the early hours. It was about I think it was over three hours of match time, maybe longer even. Yeah. And it was a real slug on court. Like there was um, a period where Cuevas was playing extremely good tennis. Uh, Schwartzman dug in, was able to keep in the match. And just about, he saved uh, five match points, wow. Schwartzman, and he just showed so much resilience. The last two, two or three games of the final set, yeah, he was up in the final set. He was up four-one, and then he got pegged back to four-all, and then it was just like really close, really close, and he just managed to show just his hitting from without moving because the guy was just completely injured, could not hardly move around the court. Yeah. And the whole crowd was getting up. The, the atmosphere looked incredible. Ah, well. It was like home. back in the day, one of the Del Po matches. Yeah, they were yeah. The, oh, well. they were the Argentinians. Yeah, they they was going nuts. They was loving him. He was their man. And yeah, yeah so it was, just, it was really cool to see. It was interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to see in the same sort of weekend or in the same week, there was, I think there was somebody else also playing whilst injured as well. Like these people playing whilst with cramp and yeah. still, I think it was Vasek Pospisil, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, he was playing, but right, still yeah. hitting winners after winners with cramp. It does happen What's though. It? Like these top players, like they're able to do that. But it's to win it. I think Pospisil lost that match, didn't he? Yeah, he was unable to win. The opponent finally worked out just to have to play drop shot. <laughs> <laughs> he did like Schwartzman. Incredible story there to team to do what he did. However, luckily for Pedro Souza, he managed to get to the final. Wow, yeah. which is actually a repeat of a final. Um, I think it must have been in the Challenger final, Pedro Souza Casper run two years prior, and which Pedro Souza won. So sweet uh, revenge for Casper And he's on everybody's radar now. Yeah. If no, he wasn't before, he is now. And a brilliant thing for him as well, he's just surpassed his um, dad's record. 
Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. So he's now a higher ranking than his dad. He's now 34 in the... His, in dad, the his, dad, his dad never reached that, reached them wow. high. So he's got, I think he had, um, I forget his quote now, but he had a funny quote for his dad, like just saying about how, oh yeah, I've managed to do it, mate, dad. Da, 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 da. It's quite funny. Uh, should we quickly have a look at the uh, WTA as well? Because there was a couple of mentions that we should have had. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was something that was quite interesting. I watched the match between Sakari and uh, uh, Belinda Bencic. Yeah. And Sakari... Bencic's first seed, I think, for the match. Yeah, the, she, the she took the first set as well. But Sakari, she's a bit of a... Yeah, she's a fighter on the court. And I thought it was quite interesting to see the tactics employed. She called over her trainer at some point. Mm. And I think she has British trainers as well, from, right. based upon the accent. And they were just literally saying, you're not playing your best tennis today. It's quite clear. Don't get mad at yourself if you miss a point. If you're going to hit it in the net, don't worry. Just go to the next point. If you start getting really mad at yourself, you're just going to throw this match away. Yeah. You see her down the other end when she loses a point. She's throwing a racket mm. down. She's like, having a tantrum. It seemed to work. Like, see, what she did was she just kept playing each point. She hit like one couple in the net, but then Benchich eventually... Did you watch all the match? Yeah, she eventually beat herself, I think. And Sakara is just getting it back. Obviously, some with a bit of a, a bit more power. She has a lot of power. Yeah, yeah. But great coaching. Yeah, She yeah. didn't have her best game, but <laughs> she managed to duck it out. Sometimes like, it's like that. Was that fair play? Hats off to her. There was the other WTA match, which was over in Hua Hin. <laughs> which was in Thailand, and there was a quite a, there was an outstanding. Come. Player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm killing the builder all together. Yeah, there was an outstanding. <laughs> the Kung. Yeah, there was an outstanding player, a young player from Switzerland, who made it all the way through to the final. What's her name? Kung. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> but she came up against. Well, I think we need to have one little mention. The Tig made it all the way through to the semis, but unfortunately threw away a break up lead in the first and then got battered in the second. No, she was serving for the set in the first. Yeah, yeah, she threw the break away. One. I know, I was and watching lost it. the next set as well, honestly. Oh, Tig, what Ridiculous. is she doing? She's always got that in her. I know, well, we still support you, Tig. But the Kung? But the Kung, yeah, she won an incredible tournament she had. She managed to go through Wang, Hibino and Zhu. Yeah. Yeah, so and then made, met Lynette in the final, admittedly. A lot of people will be watching, they're like, who is this girl? Like, there's a lot of and a lot of, even yourself, I'm not sure if you know. Like, 19 years old. She's a young player, but she's got, um, she's quite well known in the tennis world, even now. Like she come through, yeah. I think she got to the final of Wimbledon as a young, young Wimbledon player. Yeah. I think it was 27, 2018, I'm not sure exactly. But she's, um, she's a very good player. So it's, it's, it's nice to see that like she's finally getting her chance in some of these tournaments. And well, she's in the she's final. She's definitely able to show like how good she's Got to the final of one, probably not the, it's still quite a high standard. She hasn't met any world beaters yet. But I think to yeah. beat Wang was the most impressive yeah, one. Right? Sure. No one really saw that happening. I didn't know. Where's my so tip? So it's, it's pretty, pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. I'm, she's definitely on my radar now because she wasn't before. Yeah. So Leonie Kung, keep an eye out for her in some upcoming events. Yeah, for sure. Uh, should we move away to a little bit of a... We had an uh, interesting couple of fan questions. Yeah, that, yeah, go for it. That came in. A guy called Mitrovic... Slobodan. Sorry if the pronunciation is not the best. Uh, he's asked, if if you'd make a Hollywood film of the big three, who would you want to see playing Federer, Djokovic and Rafa? 
and potentially the side roles like well, Stan Brinker, Murray <laughs> and Del Poitro, et cetera. <laughs> so I, I, I love this question. That's I think, a great question. I think this is one of the best questions we've had so far. I want to do the Dow straight off the bat. Uh, I, well, Have I, you got one for the Dow? I, I was going to say Federer I saw as like a... Antonio Banderas. All right, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> getting a little bit of the uh, yeah, yeah, the long hair. Yeah, maybe he's got, he's, hair. he's got that like sort of cool like vibe going on. I reckon there's a bit of mystery yeah. in there. I think he, he'd be a good uh, Federer. Yeah, but then I was thinking he's a bit Spanish as well, so he could probably play him and <laughs> him playing Nadal as well. We have to play. Nadal I don't feel like the Nadal one has to be a Spanish guy. I feel like oh, they okay. could just impersonate him just the best and just be able to do his mannerisms. On, and man. for me, because of his like so OCD with everything, oh, yeah. I feel like you've got to have Jim Carrey and stuff for Nadal. <laughs> him in the grid, like his, the way he likes, the way Carrey. he acts. Like, Jim it'd be, Carrey is Nadal. <laughs> I could just see it just being incredible. Like it'd just be the best ever sort of <laughs> act <laughs> oh my god I've paid as much good money to see this movie no it'd be brilliant because you know he's got like them dimples as well like the smile you just you'd, he'd be able to take it all off perfectly and I feel like he would play, he'd be the first person to <laughs> take off Nadal who do you think uh, for Djokovic for Djokovic he's the guy he's another comedian kind of um, actor the Joker no oh <laughs> no 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 not him you're looking at I forget his name what's his name it's um it's the guy of Happy Gilmore Oh, what Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler plays Djokovic. Yeah, no, like, that'd be brilliant. I'd like to see him doing a Serbian. They're accent. a bit similar looking ish. Yeah, not sort really. of. Got sort of similar hairstyle. Yeah. I think that's a good selection. That's not a bad one, right? Who, who are we having for Murray? I think he'd probably like someone Scottish, so probably Gerard Butler. Have <laughs> <laughs> to play Andy Murray. Oh no, um, what's the guy from School of Rock? Jack, Jack Black. Jack Black. <laughs> he could play Stan Wawrinka. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit chubby, isn't it? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, so, Murray's not been playing, mate. No. We probably could have put on some weight. Sitting at home, we had a busy Christmas. Maybe. All them tangerines from his mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so interesting questions. Anyway. Yeah, no, thanks for the question. I like that one. Yeah. Well, anyway... Yeah. I feel like we're going to have to leave it there. We had a lot more to talk about, but we've run out of time. Maybe we'll try and uh, get another one out later in the week. Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Yeah, there's a lot more, a lot of uh, ATP events going on this week again. Uh, some Carlos Goffey, I've <coughs> not forgotten about you. We're going to talk about you next week. That's we've it. got a lot to talk about. Alcaraz. Alcaraz, the man. Yeah, so young, upcoming prospect. So, yeah, yeah maybe more on him in the next pod. Yeah, for so sure. thanks for listening. Let yeah. us know, do you think Djokovic is going to be unbeaten? Do you think Felix is going to reach the heights? What do you think of everything else we've spoke about? And I guess we'll just see you next time. Yeah, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave comments, and yeah, see you then. And share it. Cheers. Bye. Bye. -bye.